This episode of Tea Time is brought to you by our presenting sponsor, Bud Light. It's summertime, and that means it's time to get outside and enjoy the weather with some crisp, refreshing Bud Lights. Bud Light has the perfect summer lineup with Bud Light Lime and Bud Light Orange, both brewed with real citrus peels. New and just in time for summer is Bud Light Lemon Tea, brewed with real lemon peels and tea leaves. It's the ideal drink for summer, but it's only here for a limited time, so get it before it's gone. And to really get you in the summer spirit, Bud Light is giving everyone the chance to win the getaway of a lifetime. You can win two tickets aboard a VIP cruise to the Bahamas this summer, featuring a live performance by Jake Owen. And of course, plenty of Bud Light. For a chance to win, simply post your Bud Light summertime photos using the hashtags hashtag real enough to get away and hashtag Bud Light contest on Facebook and Instagram. See BudLight.com slash real enough to get away for more details. And welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ring of Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Howell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we are talking about the upcoming summer movie slate, the Women's World Cup. USA! <laughs> and the Bottle Cap Challenge with our own Liz Kelly. Ooh. Who attempted it earlier today and will be attempting it later on video. I feel sorry. If we have anything to say about it. <laughs> okay. Every time you hear the bell, we have to change topics, no matter what. And now, much like Alex Morgan... Oh. Oh, yes, let's do it. spill that tea. Nice. <laughs> okay, first category as always is tea time. Checks in with Kate. You go first. Okay, so jam session went into this extremely hardcore. So if you want more, go to them. But there were four weddings this weekend. Love is in the air, people. Many of them in France. We're going to focus on Zoe Kravitz and Sophie Turner. Yeah, because they're the only two that really matter. They both had their second wedding in France. So they both were already secretly married. Right. Yep. Sophie less less secretly, thanks yeah. to Diplo. Um, <laughs> and, and Dr. They, Phil. Right. And they, <laughs> so they both, on the same day, had their second wedding in France, not to each other, unfortunately. So I just wanted to compare some notes between the two of them. Go ahead. Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz wore bike shorts to her wedding. She had, like, a white sports bra white bike shorts and then like a see-through like mesh crystal she looks so good like with her dreads she obviously looked amazing yeah Yeah. and then sophie turner she first of all the the first pictures that came out were of her reception dinner everyone wore white to the reception dinner which is a bold move i feel like do Mm -hmm. people do that is that a thing Liz Kelly, wedding expert. Yes, me as the voice of authority on weddings. I'm going to say no. Yeah, I feel like having other people wear white is weird. Any any other kind of. And also, when you're eating. Right. That's true. Also, she has an affinity for red wine. I just feel like this is a huge mistake. So, anyway, they all wore white to the reception dinner. She wore like a very, like, like very tight fitting, very mm. classic white dress. Mm-hmm. But then those are all the pictures online. I was like, I want to see the real wedding dress. I know. Yeah, yeah. There was only one picture that I could find of the wedding dress. It's of like a drone flying above <laughs> them. And it looks like super like fluffy and princessy, like Ooh. sort of like big poofy sleeves. Wow. Not like ugly poofy. No, no, no. But, but like yeah. like very voluminous. That's um, surprising. Yeah, I agree. so she seems to have gone like classic. I'm sure they'll sell the pictures to someone and we'll see them sure. eventually. I really appreciate that because she kind of covered both spectrums of the wedding. She went Vegas, Little Chapel, Diplo <laughs> yeah. live streaming, and then she did the classic big yes, white dress. Totally. She has the best of both worlds. She does. And then the guest list, speaking of the best of both worlds, first yes. of all, Zoe, I think, had more like A-list guests. Yeah, she had definitely. Denzel, Chris Pine, the Big Little Lies cast. Both of her parents obviously were A-list. 
And then Carrie Delevingne, Ashley Benson, a lot of like those kind of guests. Yeah. Right. Sophie had the Jonas Squad, obviously. <laughs> uh, Maisie Williams, Conleth Hill, who played Varys on Game of Thrones. Unclear if other Game of Thrones people were there. I feel like they probably were. I bet, yeah. Um, but no one really saw them, which is impressive, actually. Hmm. Wilmer Valderrama was there for some reason. And then Diplo got his second shot. He joked on Instagram that they took his phone away from him until <laughs> uh, the end of the reception wow. where he apparently DJed. Yeah, I'm underwhelmed by that that guest list. I was list. underwhelmed yeah. by the Jonas guest list yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, but I thought Zoe's was pretty impressive, Agreed. actually. Agreed. Definitely. Yeah. So I feel like Zoe won the wedding weekend. Easily. Oh, 100%. Okay. All right. <laughs> also this week. Did you like that long box? Yeah, <laughs> we all looked at this because it's a convoluted topic yep. that, and one that's also been discussed right. on various podcasts. We're a little exhausted right. by this already. It's yes. the Taylor Swift Scooter Braun feud. That started on Sunday. Taylor Swift dropped a Tumblr post basically being like, Scooter Braun bought my music. He owns all my old music. I'm grossed <laughs> out by this because he bullied me, blah, blah, blah. The Ringer has done a lot of coverage of this already. We did yes. a full Ringer Dish podcast on it on Monday. I went through it on Instagram for this week. Check that out. Multiple posts on the ringer.com. So we won't get too far into it. But I think the thing that we all really appreciated was the sort of like social media shadiness of oh like all Lord. the yes. celebrities attaching themselves to yes. it. So the comments by celebs Instagram account was really just working a light, overtime, a light in the okay. darkness for us, doing God's work. Yes. Yeah, and like you know how it is these days, like celebrities just like pick sides by liking an Instagram post yep. and it's all of a sudden yep. like so and so is like pro Taylor Swift right. anti-Scooter Braun like hates everything you know yeah. what I mean Yeah. so it was like Cara Delevingne was like fighting in the comments with oh, Justin yeah. Bieber Justin Bieber and Haley. Haley was like gentlemen like on Justin <laughs> Bieber's post and it was just a lot of like stupid shit Ariana Grande like like said something about Scooter Braun and then deleted that and then said something to Taylor on Tumblr, which who the fuck uses Tumblr anymore? Taylor Swift, <laughs> get on a social yeah, media well, site. Yeah. That once once is porn relevant. left, then everyone yeah, else. Tumblr's back. Yes, Tumblr's no, over. Yeah. So anyway, it's been a mess. It has, and yeah. I guess if more things come out, which obviously they will continue to, we can check in with them. But yeah. for right now, I it's, it's a draining. mess, and I'm gonna let the people who know the law and know about like <laughs> right. contract well, law. Your parents, like, your I parents. Like, right. I feel like we can all we all just like. Taylor Swift has done some shitty things and like yeah. obviously he's not totally in the right here and Scooter Braun is like just hard for me personally to be behind because like right. he's also done a lot of shitty yes. things yes. so yes. like I just I don't have a lot of love for either of these parties right now and yeah. so I just can't find it in myself yeah. to care that much agreed Ugh, speaking of the shitty people Paul Rudd is gonna be <laughs> in the new Ghostbusters movie and according to Variety he's gonna play a teacher in the movie wow. so can't wait how the, does that make you feel it, I feel bad um, <laughs> the other people attached to this is Carrie Coon and then um, love Carrie Coon Stranger Things Finn Wolfhard and they're gonna be playing mother and son damn he is in everything is. I know he's about to be even bigger than he already is anyway it's an extension of the original Ghostbusters focusing on a single mom and her family huh. not a lot of other details Jason Reitman's directing we're so. sitting we're sitting on the Liz Kelly Paul Rudd feud yeah uh, for another day. He is my coming, arch nemesis. <laughs> he actually is. We've been sitting on this Liz Kelly's worst take for so long. I know. And I shall explain that at a later date. We will. We're saving it. <laughs> okay, next category. This is a, a rich one this week. This is this week in social media. A lot of stuff happened. I'm looking at these bullet points covering a lot of different people. Yeah. Kate, you go first. Okay, so yeah, we, we were we're recording early this week because of the holiday and we were concerned about not having enough content and we were just like inundated <laughs> yeah. with things yep. for like three days. First up, Lil Nas X 
came out this month at the very end of Pride Month, came out as gay in a series of tweets, which, first of all, we should have known he's so charming and so good at social media. Oh, my God. Yeah, um, it's incredible. We don't deserve him as <laughs> like, like women we liking We really Shane don't. So he basically tweeted all these things. He was like, deadass thought I made it obvious, and, like posted these <laughs> screenshots of like rainbow buildings. Mm-hmm. And he's just tweeted things like, just got news that I'm gay and I will no longer be streaming my music. I'm sorry, that <laughs> shit is just not okay. And then he also tweeted, so this is a little confusing. He said, just because I'm gay don't mean I'm not straight which like okay I mean sure you know labels are so funny labels are confusing yeah but yeah and he also I (laughs) people have kind of been like wondering whether he's like just a one hit wonder but apparently he's doing music videos for all those other songs now like a bunch of other celebrity guests (laughs) are getting in on it so I also like he's been clapping back at people and he's like the next person to call or to be a homophobe gets kissed He's he, just thriving. He's, he's really so funny. good at oh. the internet. Teach me your ways, please. <laughs> One more thing. I'm sorry. It was just so funny. And he was like, I wrote a song about horses. That's that's it. Like, I he know. Was just, yeah, was, yeah. It's not yeah. about being gay. It's about, right. being, uh, it's horse. about horses. Right. Just a, an icon. <sighs> also, on the other end of the spectrum, um, Glenn Powell, who we largely like. Sure. I do. I, I actually find him charming guy. and the, he's handsome. The setup is a fucking terrible movie, it's but set sure. it up. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, I actually strongly. We're very pro to all the boys I love before. Yes. I feel like we're a little more anti. Set it up. I've yeah. never seen it. Don't watch Don't. it. Oh, it's okay. not that good. Anyway, what do you do on social media? So Glenn Powell posted on Instagram today a post about how a year ago today he found out that he wasn't going to be starring in Top Gun Maverick. He did eventually get cast in a different role, but he lost out the part to Miles Teller of Goose's son in the <laughs> new movie. Yeah, and he posted a picture of that moment where he's sitting on his porch in like a. American flag tank top and it's such a long post about his feelings and he says something about like even though 4th of July is my favorite holiday which okay it's not your favorite holiday come on even though 4th of July is my favorite holiday I spent it last year in the fetal position far away from <laughs> Roman candles a grill and barely able to whisper the words freedom without crying Jesus now I, think, I truly think that this is like humorous yes so oh, really? I think he's being serious. Really? I can't I, quite Or maybe not. Tell. I don't know. I'm, I'm confused. I think it's a little of both. I think he's like self-aware, but also a Republican is mm. how I'm getting from this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my take is that my really my essential take is that Glenn Powell is Chris Pratt. If Chris Pratt was self-aware and funny. I think that's a great take. Chris yeah. Pratt like tried just tried to like hide this part of him. Yeah. And at least Glenn Powell is out there like right. this is who I am. Yeah. And take it I'm or leave it. a Midwestern. Yeah flag flying hick (laughs) who also is charming yeah I will say I'm always dubious though of celebrities who try to be good at the internet like right off the heels we're talking about Lil Nas like the reason why he's so great is because he is who he is yeah it's authentic authentic and funny and also speaking of comments by celeb I'm always just like kind of keep one open for those I feel like Glenn Powell who's like haven't been in the news cycle in (laughs) eons since uh, the, the movie with Taraji the hidden figures. Well, yeah, and also set it up. But. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I just feel like do, posting something like this is kind of like a grab. You're and right. And I'm not going to grab it. That's actually I'm not so going to pick up what it he's will, putting down. It will wow. play well, though, for him that he's going to be on a press tour with Miles Teller, who is not charming and really annoying and a little douchey. And yeah, I think 100%. Glenn Powell will look good in comparison to that. Do you think they're going to do Marvel-esque, like, bromance, those two being, like, really good friends, chummy, oh doing That's all these little sound how bites? how it goes these days. Yeah, it really you know, Like, with yeah. the Tom Holland, Jake Gyllenhaal yeah. thing. That went over yeah. well, so I'm sure they'll just continue it. You're right. Other things in social yes. media, please. Speaking, Speaking of Chris Pratt. Of Chris Pratt 
known for almost giving away his cat on Twitter. No, right? <laughs> he, um, We're anti Chris Brown on this podcast. He you can and tell. his now wife, mm-hmm. who has a dog cast, so kind of <laughs> contentious there. Um, they're in Hawaii, as yes. we reported last week. And yes. he he's po- swimming around with goggles <laughs> eating chicken tenders. Yeah, <laughs> Which is not okay with Liz Kelly. Um, and so he posted a picture of his back and like a little bit of his butt to Instagram. And it was like bright red. Like he <laughs> got sunburned so hard. It's, His butt is so white. It's the man did insane. not put on even the SPF 5 where it's no. like golden glow. Right. It is <laughs> atrocious. And as a pale white person, you just got to be smarter than that. Right. He is older, getting older. Yes, he's like 40. Yes, he is like over 40. And I think he's like 40. Or <laughs> 41, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> he needs to be more responsible. I'm worried for you, Chris Pratt. It's also, I'm looking, there's way too much of his ass in this picture, first of all. Sure. I'm looking at, and there's such a crisp line that he must have, like, fallen asleep. Because, okay. like, you know, really? if it was multiple yes. days, yeah, I guess his that's swimsuit true. bottoms would, have, would, like, change yes, sure, where sure. they and are. And there would have been, like, the a different shade. Of yeah. the tan is, and not the tan, the, burn, the sunburn, the burn. is so crisp. Also, Amelia, you are in Craig. It's not a little bit of his butt. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. Oh, really? It's, it's a lot. It's a lot of crack here. Maybe I was just censoring myself. That's I don't know. That's too much Chris Pratt for me. It's a lot. Yes. And also, just like, that's not something to be proud of. Use sunscreen. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. Be smart. Tea Time's pro sunscreen. Exactly. Okay, next one. Okay, Let's sorry. Keep going. Uh, one more thing is Ivanka Trump. She... Went to some summit thing, I guess. I'm sorry. I just, as like, she does. As she does, you know, nepotism. Um, <laughs> she really, she tried so hard to join a conversation with, like, I think the president of France and some other foreign dignitaries. And it's just, like, the most awkward. <laughs> like, she's trying to come into this conversation and everyone is just, like, Okay. Like, it's just... <laughs> it it is, is, it's like the awkward, like, hovering on the outside of a conversation yeah. that we've all encountered right. at parties. Yes. But, like, it's... It's just in person. Macron, May, Trudeau, and yeah. Lagarde, which, like... And they're all, all, like, okay. <laughs> and it's, like, this is, this is like, me trying to jump into, like, a culture conversation at the ringer. Like, <laughs> yeah. being, like, eh. But, so, like, I, I feel for her in that respect, but yeah, also... Yeah, like, you know you don't belong in that conversation. Exactly. And no one wants you there, but you have to stand there because, like, because you're Because you're, about like, to, hey! Yeah. Yeah. But, like, uh, it's also Ivanka, so this is like making me yeah. laugh really hard. And yeah, I'm like <laughs> tough. All right, one more thing. Okay, last thing. Rounding on a better note than Chris Pratt's crispy ass <laughs> and Ivanka Trump. <laughs> this is this thing going around Instagram. It's the bottle cap challenge. John Mayer has attempted and succeeded. Jason Statham like burned the whole house down. Did it yeah. so well <laughs> mm-hmm. as he should have done because he's like an action star. Um, you basically the bottle cap challenge is you spin kick around, you turn around, and then you kick a loosely bottle cap that's like resting on the bottle itself mm-hmm. and then you kick it off and the kickoff is in slow-mo it's very dramatic like spins yeah. off yeah it looks like a very cool action movie move mm-hmm. um, I attempted it this morning and Kate sure you were there you were present you held the bottle for me how did I do <laughs> honestly so much better than I was expecting Ooh, thank you I was shocked first of all shocked that Liz wanted to do this I was like you are don't tend to be like super <laughs> proud of your athletic ability oh, which okay. I'm sure you have thank you um, but I was literally shocked. Easy. I was really wondering where that was going. It yeah. was, we used Liz's like metal water bottle and the cap was like kind of just like resting. And yes. I would say you kicked off the cap, you didn't like spin it off. 
Well, it was like my first try. So, so we're going <laughs> to make her try it again on video in slow-mo. I, accident- so I accidentally wore my tightest pants today. So <laughs> movement was like pretty limited, but I'm also in like very chunky sneakers. So there's like uh, yeah, variables okay. yeah, that like yeah. really sure. played sure. into Liz did karate. She'll be fine. I did do karate. So yeah, if you guys attempt it, tag us because I want to see more. Like not that many people have done it. We're going to try it. At least Liz is going to try it. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, next category, we're moving on. This is Tea Time's summer movie watch. <laughs> These movies are um, spanning a lot of different genres, a lot of different mm-hmm, interests. Are. Maybe there's, you know, something for everyone in this list. We we're, hope so. We're going to start with you, Amelia. Which one? Yeah, Spider-Man Far From Home. It is out now. Go see it. You know, I'm sure it's good. Jake Gyllenhaal is hot. Uh, and then <laughs> This is your review? This is what you're bringing to the table? Oh, no. oh my God. Sean Fennessey Sean from Big Picture is like shuddering to me. Like, oh my God. Retire. Get these guys off the air. I am now the host of the Big Picture. Um, yeah, so I haven't seen the movie yet. I okay. actually haven't seen the first one either. But um, Oh my God. Why are you talking about it? Why she wants to talk about Zendaya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, Zendaya. get to it. Really, as she always does, is killing it on this press tour. She, like, dyed her hair red as, like, I think an homage to Mm -hmm. MJ. And Mm -hmm. it's just, she's great. You know, she's on that Euphoria show. She's doing this. Like, she's crushing it. it. Zendaya. I did see the movie last night. I have seen the first one. They're both delightful. Good. Huge fan of Tom Holland as Spider-Man. How long is the movie? Like, two hours. Okay. It's Uh, tough. All right. Okay. Okay, next one. Charlie's Angels. They're mm. making a remake with Kristen Stewart and a bunch of other people, and it looks quite bad. They just released the trailer for it. However, yeah. Kristen Stewart has her pixie cut. She's giving me real, like, yeah. gay action star, punching men in the face vibes. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to see it, and I'll probably enjoy it. I'm going to see it, too, for that reason. For mm-hmm. Kristen Stewart, who, I don't know, the last movie I saw her in was the Twilight films, where she's, like, this mean, yes. pale. Yeah. She was, like, always struggling or, like, sick with her vampire baby. Totally. And I want to see her with some muscles, like, kicking yes. some yeah. ass. I want to see her it in this role. It feels like this is one of the—I mean, she's done a bunch of indie movies that sure. have been really great. But, like, it feels like the first, like, big movie that she's done right. where she can really be, like, Yes, Stewart. Yeah, yes. herself. I and like they, that. Yeah, they've just styled her the same way that she looks on the street, which right. is great. Right. And I'm excited for it. it I can't help good. it. Also, Noah Centineo is in it. So also, yes. Patrick Stewart is in it, and he, he seems he, yeah. delightful. <laughs> it's gonna, honestly, it's going to be terrible, and I'm going to love it. That's <laughs> what I expect. All right, next up, Lion King. Out soon. Also might be bad. Yeah. I think people are, like, realizing that they somehow managed to mess this up. I <laughs> I don't I truly don't understand how these new pictures came out. It's like the actors are facing their like CGI counterparts. It looks mm-hmm. like they were taken in like the Sears photo studio. So, my friend said it looks like you know Bohemian Rhapsody. It yeah. looks yes. like Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody. Where, like they're all in like the black, and then yes. you just see their faces. You see their faces. So like it's like Beyonce looking at this. Literally, just looks like a lion. Mm-hmm. And I just the fact that they mess this up. It's the most popular Disney movie of all time. Mm-hmm. Like most beloved. Mm-hmm. Beyonce, the most beloved pop star of all time. Like just make the animals cute and let Beyonce sing. Yeah. <laughs> like that's all you had to do. I don't understand. I think people were freaked out starting with those images that you you were tweeting about earlier where it was the CGI images yeah. of the animals. They're like too real and at the same time yes. too yeah. It's not, like, yeah. like uncanny valley kind yeah. of. Yeah. Totally. They're like it looks like you're just watching like the nature channel but then like their faces is like wrong and a little bit. And then it's bit. like Seth Rogen's always like, oh, oh, right. <laughs> like, oh no one wants to watch that. 
so that just came out. I don't know where that came from. Let's do the impressions this week. She's taking it over. Uh, But yeah, anyway, the night Lion King might be bad. Yes. Okay. Next one. Oh, another really long movie that's coming. I've been waiting for this movie for what seems like years. You've been hyping um, this up since the beginning of Tea Time. Yeah. If it sucks, I'm going to kill myself. So look out for that. Better be good. Um, Do you want to name what the movie is? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, course, Quentin yes. Tarantino's ninth film starring Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Margot Robbie. Yes. And I am just, this is my Super Bowl, okay? So, like, let me have this. Let me enjoy it. I cannot wait. Like I've said before, Quentin Tarantino, problematic fave, okay? Yeah. I'm sorry. It I happens. like his movies. I them. like his movies. And I'm just, this is, <laughs> this is like the cross-section of things I love. <laughs> like, Hollywood and true crime, and it's just, it's, and I like all the actors, and I'm just like so excited. I'm so excited. This, If you mess this up, Quentin Tarantino, I will come for you. Wow. Oh, my Incredible. God. I'm very excited about this movie. Um, Speaking of Leonardo DiCaprio, he was just interviewed for Esquire magazine, and he was talking about the movie industry, and he basically said how movie making has turned into like a giant corporate machine, mm. and how all the artistic creativity has kind of been sucked out of it, blah, blah, blah. And then that's why he was talking about this movie. He's like, we should celebrate movies like this. Thank you, He goes, Leo. celebrate filmmakers who are holding on to the craft of making movies. There are some dark ages coming up. Okay, that's scary. To which I tell you, Leonardo DiCaprio, I'm going to talk to you about two movies also coming <laughs> Does out. Does he mean summer. the end of the world? No. Oh, I thought he you meant, actually like, means like change. the end of like good movies. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I think I have a problem with that, but okay. 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 So the next two movies I'm going to talk about uh, is a direct counterpart to that point. This is uh, Hell Fast yeah! and Furious Hobbs and Shaw, which I had to look into. Are you this extremely anti Hobbs and Shaw? Okay, so have you seen the trailers for it? I have seen the trailers for it. In fact, I did some research because I know nothing about it. I know Bill's excited, people uh-huh. at the Ringer are excited, yeah. uh-huh. and blah blah blah. Um, <laughs> it's coming out August second. It's coming out really soon. Oh wow, yeah. So I had no idea about what this movie is about. According to IMDb, here's the description. Lawman Luke Hobbs and outcast Deckard Shaw form an unlikely alliance when a cybergenetically enhanced villain wow. threatens the future of humanity. Okay, but the villain is Idris Elba. Wow. He's the genetic, cyber genetically enhanced villain? Yes. Threatening the yes. future of humanity? Okay, I have it. to say, I also was skeptical of this, but <laughs> yeah. I have seen, I have now seen trailers for Hobbs and Shaw in movie theaters with audiences three times. Yeah. And people are pumped. Every single time, people fucking lose it. They clap after the trailer. What? They're laughing. Wow. They're like, holy shit. Dwayne The Rock Johnson just like whipped a helicopter into a train <laughs> nice. while jumping off of a cliff shirtless. Yeah. Nice. Vanessa Kirby punched me in the face. Yeah. Like I sure. honestly have really come around on Hobbs and Shaw. The only reason I will go and see it is for the ageless god Helen Mirren who's going to be oh. in it. Is she in it too? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Fast mm-hmm. and Furious Cinematic Universe baby. Yeah. 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 I've never seen any of the other ones but I'm going to see Neither this Neither have I. Yeah same. Uh, last one we're going to talk about for a Tea Time <laughs> Summer Movie Watch. We're ending on a high note. This um, I forget if I assign this to myself because I, I like to torture did. myself. Uh, this is Dora the Explorer, the live action movie. Yeah. The real title is Dora and the Lost City of Gold, people. Okay. The release date is August 9th, also coming up soon. Get also, your tickets now. Also had to look this baby up. Um, <laughs> here, according to the Wikipedia page, just to get you guys excited about it, having spent most of her life exploring the jungle with her parents, nothing could prepare Dora for the most dangerous adventure ever, high school. Oh! Always the explorer, Dora quickly finds herself leading Boots, her best friend, a monkey. Yes, everyone knows about Boots. Yeah. Diego and a ragtag group of teens, blah, 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 save her parents and solve a mystery in an Inca civilization. 
Between this and Mr. Ratburn, we're like really on top of the children's TV show. <laughs> we are. Content game. Yes. I'm excited for this movie because Danny Trejo is playing Boots. Hell yeah. Oh my uh, gosh, that's fun. Yeah. Tough type great, casting there. Also, great tacos. He has great tacos. Agreed. Oh, yeah. Elon Goria is Dora's mother, which will I'm be fun. into that. And then yeah. Benicio del Toro is Swiper, who is made Wait. to play Swiper. <laughs> the villain. Swiper, no swiping. I love as it. All of you I'm actually really into this. So if you guys have like baby cousins or like, I don't know what, it's either that or death, go see Dora the Explorer, <laughs> Lost City of Gold. I don't know what Leo was talking about. <laughs> Movies are doing great. Okay, this next category, we're going to try to get through with the least amount of screaming and the least amount of Amelia just like popping off no, with no most, end. The most amount. Okay, so this is Tea Time Relates to Other Ringer content, so but this, this one, we are so excited. Everyone is dancing around me. Holy <laughs> shit, guys, keep it together. This is Tea Time Talks about the Women's World Cup. <laughs> this is the most patriotic Amelia and I have ever felt oh, in our truly, entire lives. Holy shit. Have you guys ever cared about sports more than this moment? Well, I do love the Olympics. Probably. So. I also love the Olympics. The Olympics are probably the other time that I've felt this patriotic. Yeah, oh, with yeah. the ice skaters. I forgot about <laughs> Yeah, that. but I was kind of low-key rooting for Canada when that happened. So you wow. are this too more patriotic than that. Okay, you guys. You should care about this. For many, many, many reasons, the U.S. women's team is like fucking amazing. They're, they're mm-hmm. amazing. They're so good. They're also really confident. They're really kick-ass, badass women who don't care about people being like, you're overly confident. Don't celebrate. They're yeah. like, we're going to be ourselves and celebrate how good we are, which we can all appreciate. Yeah. So for those who aren't keeping track, you all should. It's You have yeah. one more game to watch Seriously, with the, yeah, the women. It's, it's the big if you're game. Not. It's the, the U.S. women's game. team. They defeated England 2-1 on Tuesday. So then they're going to be going to the World Cup Final on Sunday. Um, Bright and early. Yeah, they've been on a (laughs) fucking tear. So just, again, so you guys care about this. The U.S. is the first country to reach the Women's World Cup final three consecutive times. Wow. And a a, a majority of these women have been there for all three of those times. Mm -hmm. And then the U.S. also owns the following records. Most games played, that's 49 World Cup games. Most wins, 39 World Cup wins. And then most goals scored, which is 136 goals in the World Cup. They are absolutely amazing. We're going to talk about some of the personalities that we love. Wait, can I just say that the men's team didn't even qualify for the last World Cup? The men's team is absolutely garbage. garbage. (laughs) Don't even think about them. I know we have some favorites. Do you... (laughs) Who wants to go first with the most contained... I love that Liz, like, really brought the facts to this, because all we had was, like, all caps, Megan Rapinoe murder us (laughs) in the outline. It needed to be grounded in something so we all don't start screaming. Thank you. Okay, Kate, take it away. So it all started. The U.S. versus France game. U.S versus France last week Amelia and I really bonded in a way that we've never bonded before <laughs> essentially over just asking Megan Rapinoe to step to murder on us. us yeah exactly 100% uh, how do you feel we were sitting in editorial watching this with a lot of people who know about soccer and then every now and then Amelia would be like I would kill someone for her <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone would go back to typing <laughs> um, and yeah that was the general feel how I, do we feel I I don't I, re- I truly say this without being facetious or anything I do not think I have ever been more like just in awe of someone mm-hmm. than Megan Rapino. She just won a kick-ass soccer player. Holy yeah. crap. Two, she stands by her convictions. Like yeah, she was the first white athlete to take a knee for Colin Kaepernick's um protest. Mm-hmm. She also said, I'm not going to the fucking White House. And then and then when awesome. the guy in office like 
tweeted about it because that's what he does instead of, you know, making yeah. laws and stuff. She went out there and she scored two more goals, like, to beat the French. It was just, like, I've never felt so proud of someone in my life. And I'm so proud of her. She makes me just, like, want to scream at the top of, like, a mountain and wave the American flag and just be like, Megan! Like, it's just great. It's just great. Um, I totally agree. Thank you. But also, really, that whole sentiment was summed up in an article by Megan Rapinoe's girlfriend. Yes. Love is real. Um, Her girlfriend, Sue Bird, who's an American-Israeli professional basketball player, also a huge badass, Mm -hmm. wrote about her for the Players' Tribune. Also an an annoyingly good writer. I'm like, I know. Her article was Both of you do. (laughs) Seriously. Um, It was called, So the President Fucking Hates My Girlfriend, with a picture of Megan Rapinoe's iconic arms-wide celebration. Her pink hair, which is also exceptional. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was after the U.S. versus France game. U.S. versus England came around yesterday. Amelia and I had a small crisis when it was announced that Megan Rapinoe would not be playing. We were like, I had a heart attack. Yeah. Do we care? Then, mm-hmm. which we did, obviously, right. but it was tough. We were like, okay, we need to find some new soccer uh-huh. wives to fill our hearts. Right. Kristen Press subbed in, my new wife. <laughs> Love her. Love her. Immediately scored a goal. Yeah. And then Alex Morgan <sighs> steps yeah. right the Alex. fuck up. <laughs> Morgan. It was her birthday. It was her birthday. She also got kicked out of Epcot for being too drunk and disorderly. That's my fucking team, baby! (laughs) And then right after her goal, she sipped some tea on the sidelines. Incredible. People thought she was pretending to smoke a joint. (laughs) England was like, it was disrespectful to our culture. Pierce Morgan lost his shit, all of which we love. Yeah, well, you know what's disrespectful? When you taxed us without representation. Damn right. Okay, we're going to ground this again. So um, the takeaway from this is that I, I let you two like run free for about like three and a half minutes. We're gonna rain Thank it you. back in. Okay. Yes, the main problem is that these women are like. There's no problem. The main public <laughs> perceptions problem is that these women they like. So they won versus Thailand 13-0. <laughs> People were like, "You're scoring Damn. too much. You're celebrating too much. You're like no rubbing in their face." No such thing. No such thing. All these women are like kick-ass, and they also have the talent to back whatever yes. they're yeah. doing up. Like you were saying, Amelia. So, yes, people are having kind of a crisis because people <laughs> hate confident women, which is a problem yes. in our society. Yes. Um, but anyway, so Pierce Morgan, like Kate said, is losing his shit. Garbage person. <laughs> and then now, because everyone, he is a garbage human being in right, general. He right. was so snarky about Alex Morgan's celebration, like oh you God. said, about the <laughs> sipping the tea. Um, anyway, as of this. That's not how you sip tea. <laughs> I know. Um, and then, if that wasn't bad enough, he went to the Daily Mail to write an article today on Wednesday. And this was the title. This is all one single title. So the ringer.com is shaking. (laughs) The USA women's soccer team are a bunch of brash, cocky, taunting prima donnas, but these brilliant, ruthless winners also walk the talk. So I reluctantly raise my tea drinking pinky finger and salute them. (laughs) He totally backtracked because everyone was like, no, actually we all love them and you're a piece of shit. (laughs) Backtrack was like, you guys are amazing. I'm like, you deserve it. Hats off to you. You, but nothing can make us forgive you, Pierce Morgan. Never. It's a terribly yeah. bad look not to support every mm-hmm. woman playing in the World Cup. Yeah. So that's on its own. But also women celebrating. I don't know. I feel like there's nothing wrong with this. Also, no. uh, the British team, you suck and you deserve to <gasps> Jesus, Kate. <laughs> okay, you guys. I hate all of you with my entire heart. So, oh, my God. Okay, so we're wrapping this up. Watch the um, World Cup final on Sunday. on Sunday. And, and cheer them on because they deserve it. They're Badasses. Yes. They stand by their convictions. They're yep. Megan Rapino, honestly, sorry, one more thing. Kaya the Bell. She, she <laughs> hey. is so courageous. I I truly say that as like 
I'm sure as someone who gets one negative comment on Twitter and Mm -hmm. like wants to kill myself, she I'm sure is getting a lot of annoying MAGA people hating her. But she is so brave and she's standing by her convictions and she has every right to protest. You don't have to agree with it. But you know what? It's in the fucking Constitution. Oh, my Love God. It. What an Amanda ending. said today, she was like, I might tear up when I talk about Megan Rapinoe on the podcast. She almost did. <laughs> almost did. Holy Woo! shit. I love, I love you, Megan. USA. <sighs> this is why we don't try to relate to ringer content more often. I know. This is when we take a deep breath, everybody. <sighs> this category is not worth the tea. We're going back. We're calming ourselves down. So Kim Kardashian... <laughs> So I know I feel I don't want to talk about Kim like this is all not worth the tea because going from talking about women like Alex Morgan and Megan Rapinoe it's okay we have to work our way up to One Direction fan fiction so we need the we need the stuff in between yes Kim Kardashian Kim Kardashian trademarked the word kimono we talked about it last week she's an idiot she's rolling that back now she got like a letter from a mayor in Japan (laughs) being like hi can you please not trademark this word that's extremely important in our cultural history. So she is, you know, releasing a new name for her, quote, solution wear. But I will say this. I feel like she knew this was going to happen. And it just, it's more like conversation about her new shapewear. I guess you're right. She's an idiot. Okay, Moving on. Yeah, next one. Thank you, Kaya, for assigning this to me. Uh, Lori Laughlin is apparently trying to make the most of her summer before going to prison, which, you know, good for her. I guess, according to Vanity Fair, she is, she's trying to have fun. Because she realizes that she might end up in prison. And honestly, yeah, live it up. You're probably going to prison. So have, have fun <laughs> I support while you that, can. I have guess. Have fun, Laurie God bless. Okay, next one. Okay, so Zendaya's new show on HBO, Euphoria, has been in the news mm-hmm. just a ton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For being controversial, for people being, like, confused about it. So on the most recent episode, the third episode, it dove into fan fiction, which yes. I have now been asked to explain because yes. it was One Direction fan yes. fiction. As a One Direction fan myself, I uh, know more about this than I care to, personally. So it's created a lot of controversy because the scene, which was talking about one of the characters who writes fan fiction on the show, basically Zendaya narrated this scene, which was like a fan fiction sex scene between Harry Styles and Louis Tomlinson. (laughs) It's animated. It's like very clearly just like like very fantastic like fantastical yeah. in the show like it's not realistic at all mm-hmm. right but the controversy came up because people there was a rumor that Harry's team signed off on it and they did not ask Louis's team mm-hmm. uh Louis Tomlinson replied on Twitter and was like I didn't know this was happening they never asked me about it which <laughs> yeah, is not a great look for Louis honestly just stay yeah, out of it seriously. like don't acknowledge it at all. I, I suppose, but at, if I was him and a very popular HBO TV show was depicting me doing, I don't you know. I feel like so I would have something to say about it. Irrelevant, like the fact that anyone's talking about Louis Tomlinson. <laughs> seems well, like and a also good thing. Larry Stylinson, which is their right. fanfic name or whatever, is, right. has been a thing for years. You're right. That yes. part is so true. So that that's like why it's controversial because it, this whole Larry Stylin. So it was. <laughs> uh, where do I begin? I was asked to explain this, and I don't quite know how. So. Early in the days of One Direction was like kind of when like the Tumblr fan fiction yes. community was like that's when Tumblr was hot, yeah. online, right? Totally, and basically fans started shipping, so to speak, Harry Styles and Louis Tomlinson, Larry Tomlinson, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they just had these incredibly deep fan theories that they were like secretly in love, secretly married, like being forced apart, and it ended up having like a real effect on the band. Like they had to start separating them on stage. They had to start like they couldn't seat them next to each other in interviews, and like. It just is like 
sort of become like the example for like yeah. fans going too far <laughs> and like mm-hmm. ruining like real dynamics and yeah. real relationships. I mean, we see that nowadays. We're like, oh, people are like, oh, Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga are secretly yeah. in love, yeah. like to a lesser extent. But this was like a real like actual thing. Right. And they've talked about it, like how it like affected their friendship and like oh, they couldn't like speak sad. in public anymore, et cetera. Yeah. So the controversy that like this also just like brought this all back right. to the forefront. Yeah. Honestly, like I watched the scene and like I think it... If you're going to talk about fan fiction on any TV show, this is, like, the example to use. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Kind of. Well, and um, also, it didn't really, like, explode on the internet. Like, it didn't right. really That's go viral. True. That's you know? true. Yeah. And so, I mean, I personally, as someone who, like, knows more, about, again, more about this than I ever wanted to, <laughs> didn't think it was that bad. But apparently yeah. Louis Tomlinson didn't love it. Apparently hairstyles didn't mind. Um, <laughs> yeah. Congrats, Louis Tomlinson. You are currently relevant Back again. in the news. Also, yeah. for the One Direction stands who have been reporting on this for years and have your theories, you should consider a job in the CIA or FBI. <laughs> they really like, like it. Goes I'm serious. Yeah. It goes really deep. All right. Last uh, thing, not worth the tea. Yes. Last thing is uh, we've been talking so much about movies and like live remakes and yeah. Disney mm-hmm. and stuff. They're remaking The Little Mermaid. They're going to do a live action just like The Lion King. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda is doing the music. Right. Sure, sure, okay. Um, On Friday, it was reported that Melissa McCarthy is going to be playing the villain Ursula, to which I say that's not worth the tea because it should instead be Lizzo, who has been inadvertently campaigning for this since, like, for over a year. So she, last Halloween, she dressed up as Ursula, full makeup, full hair, full costume. Um, So she responded to this news about Melissa McCarthy with like a sad face linking the article quote tweeting it so last Halloween you guys should look this up on Instagram she dressed up as Ursula she's saying poor unfortunate soul first of all so well yeah does Melissa McCarthy know how to sing Kate maybe why do I feel like you would know that I don't know. I probably would, but I don't. Okay. I feel like she doesn't. I'm just going to, uh, that's a blanket statement. Absolutely coming <laughs> from nowhere. You don't have to be able to sing. They have to sing in one of these that's movies. Like nice. But Lizzo's voice, know. when no, you guys should, watch yeah. it, like has this like deep, amazing, yeah. belting yeah. voice. It should be her for sure. And then, so she she did a series of videos on Instagram doing this. And she also posted a video of her playing Ursula having a phone conversation <laughs> with like her quote, side bitch, Eric, <laughs> which is like the love interest in the movie, um, who is with wow. Ariel. And and so in this in this Instagram video, she goes like, what do you mean she's still over there? That bitch don't even got a voice. And then she like says some inappropriate stuff that I'm not going <laughs> to repeat. And then she goes, well, call me when she's gone. Hakuna Matata to you too. <laughs> so her sense of humor combined with her legitimately amazing voice, yeah. combined with her presence mm-hmm. like on stage and, uh, and in video and everything she does makes her the perfect Care, like that perfect person to play this and Melissa McCarthy has been in so many things and has such right. an amazing you know like she's just been in a lot in a lately lot. and I think I would rather take Lizzo and have put her in the forefront than Melissa McCarthy again you know what I mean right I've already seen her on Ellen like 10 times and like I know her whole press tour spiel <laughs> yeah, right I want to see Lizzo doing Disney press tour and how they'll Total. try to oh my gosh, fucking rein her in, in and be yeah. like no 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 <laughs> that's not how I do well, it well I think that she also I, I feel like the Poor Unfortunate Souls is such, like, an iconic song mm-hmm. that, like, you need, like, a good singer you to do. You sing crush it, it, you know? Yeah. And someone who is different than the original person, too, right. you know? Right. Maybe Melissa McCarthy will bow, bow out of this. There's eh. no chance that's going to be cut a that check. paycheck. Yeah. Yep. I know. True. Yep. That's true. Put Lizzo in. All right, we're ending this week with T-Temp's most unanswerable question of the week. Kate, go ahead. My unanswerable question is, 
How did Millie Bobby Brown become friends with Angelina Jolie Pitt's kids? Huge question yeah. mark. So this week, Millie Bobby Brown was pictured walking around with uh, Shiloh and Zahara. Uh, they went to get lunch at Mel's Diner. So they're about the same oh. age as her, which is like weird to think of the Jolie Pitt kids as like being teenagers, like just yeah, hanging out seriously. without their parents, like yeah. at the mall with God, Millie yeah. Bobby Brown. They're out with a bodyguard. They were just getting lunch. They just look like regular teenage girls just like hanging out. And actually, I really like this for Millie Bobby Brown. I like that because, like, obviously, they're super famous. Obviously, they get it. They have, yeah. like, a similar mm-hmm. sort of, like, they have, you know, can't go out without a bodyguard, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Sure. But, like, they're not, you know, on Instagram. They're not Drake. I was just going <laughs> to say that. They're her age. That is And, like, true. they're not using her for fame because, like, they're already famous, yes. famous yeah. and clearly don't want to be more famous. Right. Yes. I think the way they stand at the spotlight is really good for her because yeah. you're right. She has everybody at her fingertips. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was stalking her Instagram for, like, to talk about this. Uh-huh. She's with Ariana Grande. Right. Mm-hmm. Way older. Drake, way, way, way yep. older. It just yep. feels like... Like, she's got so many people around her. I am really happy that she's got people yeah. her age who are like, this is how yeah, we stay like, out of it. Right. She essentially remain has, calm. Right. Mm-hmm. She essentially has now grown up in the spotlight. They yeah. grew yeah. up in the spotlight. Right. They have, like, similar experiences, et cetera. Well, it's not like they're trying to, like, get fame from right. her or exactly. anything. Exactly. Like, they're not, like, using her right. for this. She's not using right. them. Like, exactly. they can right. just, like, be teenage like girls hanging friendship. out. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I Agreed. support it. But how do you think they met? I truly don't know. Maybe she reached out. Maybe they're fr- like fans of Stranger Things. I don't know. Yeah, there are so many events that go on that like we don't that the like real A list secret events sure, that we're sure. not privy to. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they like and especially mixed. with them. Like that clan is like very the yeah. kids are like very like secretive and like yeah. sure. Yes, so, yes, yes. Who knows? Um, next question I have is who is best equipped out of the group that I'm going to list out to play Elvis mm. in um, a biopic about his life. So uh, there's four front runners to play a young Elvis Presley in an upcoming movie directed by Boz Lerman. It's going to be really oh, good. Wow. He did Moulin Rouge and Greg Gatsby. Okay, so not much is Should have done Aladdin. Should have done Aladdin. Not much is known about the project, but it's just going to be a, a biopic about yeah. his life. Okay, so here are the four front runners. You guys can let me know who is best equipped to play Elvis. We have Ansel Elgort, Man. Harry Styles, Austin Butler, and Miles Teller. So Ansel Elgort has The Fault in Our Stars, Divergent, Baby Driver, I suppose. West He's about Side to Story. be in West Side Story. Oh, wow. Harry Styles, Kate Crick, me if I'm wrong. His only acting cred really has been Dunkirk. Yeah. Okay. Austin Butler, famously the boyfriend of Vanessa oh, Hudgens. Uh-huh. Will be in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Real outlier yes, he will. in this list. He will. Um, and then, yeah, he hasn't done a lot. He did the Carrie Diaries. Right, Never yeah. forget. Wow, iconic. And then Miles Teller every, is really well known. You all know him. He's Top always gun, up for, like, every... Do you think Miles and Ansel get tired of, like, Oh, my God, competing against each yes, other? Yes, sure. I would watch a movie about, like, them just going to auditions <laughs> being, like, this yes. fucking guy. Yes. Yeah. All right, out that. of those four, you guys, Ansel, Harry Styles, Austin Butler, Miles Teller, who is best equipped to play Elvis Presley. Harry mm-hmm. Styles. You think? I really truly because believe of his that. voice. Because of his voice. And also, he like doesn't make me want to punch him in the face. All right. That's fair. I okay. agree just on principle. Wow. Yeah. Sure. I think looking at their pictures, Miles Teller looks right. Sure. I never want to say Ansel Elgort to anything again. I don't give a fuck about this other guy. So it's between Miles wow. and Harry. And obviously, I'm going to pick Harry. Okay. My opinion was that uh, Austin Butler should play him. Because first, I'm going to show this you a picture, picture of, he does look like of young Elvis Presley. Yeah. This, if um, okay. Butler the changed lips. his hair color. Yeah. He has that kind of like resting, just like slack jaw. Yeah. <laughs> I, just find, I find his face annoying. And yeah. also, I want him and Vanessa Hudgens to work. And yeah. he has been just like someone on her arm. Some for, real dead which weight. I'm like really yeah. happy about that she's like the front runner breadwinner is yeah, the true. famous one. Yeah. And he's true. just supportive all the way. Sure. But I just, I don't know. I it also feels meaningful that he is, he made it this far. 
You know, yes, usually yes, like the shortlist true. has people like him. The and, shortlist like, the, is usually Ansel, top. Al Gordon, Miles Teller. Right. Yes. But like usually like people like him are like top 10. Right. And yeah, it's like right. thrown around. But usually like the like final shortlist is like just the big stars right. already. Right. I'm surprised Joe Alwyn isn't on this list. He probably oh auditioned God. got cut first round. Because <laughs> he has no act. fucking personality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's meaningful that Austin Butler is on this. But okay. obviously I would like to see well, him. Yeah. I guess we will see once once Pound of Time in Hollywood comes out if he can We'll see how he does. Yeah. Maybe it's going to be a breakout year for him. Yeah. Yeah. Also, erasure of Jonathan Reese Myers, Elvis. <laughs> He's, he won an Emmy or Golden Globe? Really? I'm pretty wow, sure. Wow, I've literally never heard of this. It, so it was like it 2002 on like ABC or something. Like that. Your knowledge knows no bounds. Okay, Amelia, wrap us up. Okay, one last thing, and this is really random, but it's a shout out to my mom who celebrated her birthday the other week. So happy birthday. Happy birthday, Cheryl. Um, why didn't J-Lo win an Oscar for Selena? That is my mom's <laughs> unending, unanswerable question. She yeah. thinks J-Lo should have won an Oscar for Selena. Have you seen Selena? Yes. yes. She's not wrong. She's the great. The world is just unfair. She, it's unfair. She, she might never get that chance again, to be I honest, with the roles that she's printing <laughs> out. Yeah. God bless their good paychecks. We haven't paychecks. seen Hustlers yet, okay? Oh, right. The stripper movie. A hush fell over the, the room. You right. J Lo might win an Oscar for Hustlers, <laughs> Listen, the movie. Keep an open mind. Maybe, but you're right. I agree, Cheryl. I agree. Why hasn't? Why I don't hasn't know. Cheryl, come on, it's, it's a great. She's great in it. She's exceptional. Yeah. So. Love J-Lo. You guys ponder that. And if you have answers or thoughts to any of these questions, I'm going to do it this time because Kate (laughs) accused me of not knowing our Twitter handle, which I do. Tweet us at teatime underscore 33. Guys, we're like almost to a thousand followers. Are we really? You guys follow us. And then you can tweet us at our personal accounts because I think Amelia only has keys to the (laughs) teatime. Which who knows what she'll do with that. (laughs) Um, All right. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Kaya, our producer. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Pete Alwell. And I'm Amelia Lewis.